Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I know Sophie's very, very excited to be talking about this film this time more hate myself for picking it to be fair i don't know why the heck i picked it (laughs) well the reason for that is we have two special guests with us this week please welcome the b-plot hello hello thank you thank you (laughs) yeah great to have you on guys so if you just want to quickly just uh, introduce yourselves individually and um what your podcast is about and um anything else you want to talk about just to the guys listening. My name's Lincoln, one half of B-Plot Podcast. Basically what we do is, uh, along with another guy who will introduce himself as we forthwith, um, we pick uh, one movie, uh, two movies actually, one a big blockbuster and then kind of one a uh, a flop that came out on the exact same day. And then uh, we discuss it, don't we, Sam? Mm, yeah, I'm Sam Golan, also a comic out here in London, and I'm the other half of that B-Pop podcast, and it's mostly just us trying to get revenge on each other for one of us forcing the other one to watch shitty films the other one hates. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and so we oh, we kind of just discussed amongst ourselves like what film we all thought we wanted to put Sophie through, I guess, really, the thing that she didn't want to see. And you guys picked, oh boy, I was like, yes, I'd love to get into talking about this one. Mm. But I was really wasn't sure what Sophie was going to make of it, and we'll kind of get into that mm. <laughs> as the thing. So obviously, guys, everybody listening, um, big spoilers in this one. If you're into sort of like very dark, gritty drama, then by all means go check it out and listen uh, and and go and watch the film and then come back to this one if you want to hear our thoughts about it but highly recommend that you do that before we go here hear what we have to say about this because they're obviously very big spoilers i really do think with this one that i am going to be like the person who is going to be missing completely the plot of this film and i'm like a little bit bemused by everything that's happened what's gone on i couldn't sleep last night after watching this i was like oh my god this is literally sick and twisted like who comes up with these kind of thoughts for the film and i feel like you guys might actually help me because paul had it last night where it was like what i just don't know what i've just seen and i don't think i can ever unsee that no (laughs) sadly Hmm. So, what are you guys' relationship with the film? Have you seen it before? Is it your first time viewing, or have you seen it a couple of times? Or I have a very, very strong personal relationship with this film. Uh, I saw it first. Saw it when I was fifteen, so it'd been out. I think it'd been out for a couple of years, and then it, it came to the west. But if you, uh, if you guys obviously remember, I mean, it's still about film four. This film used to play at two o'clock in the morning on film four at least once a fortnight, uh, and the f- the first time I saw it, I was like. I've never seen anything like this. It kind of rejuvenated my love of watching movies. Uh, this is probably the twentieth time I've I watched. I rewatch this movie once every couple of years. I love it. Really? I don't think I can say the same. I don't think I want to watch this one again. If I'm completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> I think you'd be very upset when you find out that it's actually the middle film in a trilogy of uh, similarly themed vengeance films that get even more twisted as it goes on. A uh, quick question: Sam. Do those ones have they got any tie-ins with them? Because I know I've got like the box set with the trilogy, but I mean I don't know if they're a separate thing on their own or they interlink or anything. They they are thematically connected, so there's no continuity, but they're all completely separate stories. And the actor who plays Odezu is in Lady Vengeance in a totally different role. Is it more like a is it more like a kind of like a hot fuzz Shaun of the Dead at World's End kind yeah. of? Yeah, right, yeah. 
it, yeah, if the theme was stronger than uh, ice cream and blood, if it was revenge, the actual revenge. <laughs> what about you, Lincoln? Have you seen this before? Yeah, man, I saw this. This is the first time I've seen it in a long time. I watched a couple of friends of mine back when we were at university. We used to have a Sunday night movie night. We used to get together um, just to kind of connect. And this is one of the ones that we picked. And it was good enough that I was like, I don't have to see this for another two years. <laughs> <laughs> it was that good. Where I was like, this is so good and overwhelming that I am I'm confident in knowing this is good. I watched the American one, which is actually not very good as well. Um, uh, didn't quite work, but uh, yeah, that's how that's my relation to it. Saw it once uh, about eight years ago, or whatever. Thought it was brilliant. <laughs> Never bothered to watch it <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know if that's really selling it there or not. Um, my reasons. I think I felt quite intrigued as I went along within the movie. I really did quite enjoy it at the beginning i really wanted to know what why he was stuck in that room for 15 years what had he done wrong that was kind of like my process obviously he's done something wrong and somebody hates him so why else would you stick somebody in a room for 15 years but it was after that when he came out that it just got so dark for me and i was like and a little bit sick and twisted at the end like the whole revenge story reasoning behind it yeah, and I was just like, wow, I didn't know I was going to be going down this path um, because I've, I've never seen it before and I didn't really know. You never, you don't, you never give me a heads up either. Well, I'm not going to because it's, it's very, the crux of the whole thing is based around that, that, that's, that plot twist really as to why this is all happening. And I mean, obviously I saw it the first time was, um, I think it was last last year maybe, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, like, that was the first time I saw it, and like, uh, I, I thought down the line at some point, I wanted to test the waters for myself, as to think, I don't think Sophie, me and Sophie watching it for the first time would be a great idea, so I think I'll, I'll, I'll suss it out first, and then see, I think, it, this was planned at some point probably to have watched, um, but... Uh, yeah, I think this is as good a time as any to be talking about, it, and with the other people as well to kind of discuss and uh, the, the thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Persuade about it. me of why this is a good film. Yeah. That's what I really would like to kind of get out of this is for somebody to really give me a good value of in ten years' time. Why should I go back to this, or should I just put it in a box and never watch it again? Because uh, that's how I feel. A purple box. A purple box. What? Yeah, <laughs> just don't open it. <laughs> So hang on here, Sophie. You still need to be convinced that this is a good film. You uh, you think this is a this is a, a bad joint, a bad way to spend two hours. I think the first hour, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm quite intrigued, and then it just opens up this kind of worms where obviously there's a bit of incest going on with um, a sister and a brother, and I'm like, okay, this is where it's like getting a little bit dark for me now. I'm like, okay, I know these things happen, um, and then obviously the you've got your main lead spying through the window and then he's ended up telling everybody. I didn't even know, you had to tell me today hmm. that the sister wasn't pregnant. I really thought she was pregnant and that's why... No, it's all just Chinese whispers, really. Phantom phantom pregnancy. Um, it was very interesting. Also, I love the description of a bit of incest. I think <laughs> on the incest ranking, this film... Is primo quality top mm, shelf incest. raw uncut incest straight <laughs> flown in from the mountains <laughs> of Bolivia raw uncut. It's so like I was I was so uncomfortable and I think to be fair I'm glad you watched this Paul without me the first time because I think you would have I my mood <laughs> would most certainly have rubbed off on you in this film I was like yeah. also the teeth thing I could uh, not. Yeah, I mean, even the first time I was watching it, I couldn't. I'm very squeamish with that sort of thing, like pulling teeth to that degree and the, the, that sort of physical violence with that to that level. I'm like, no, it's it was not the for me. noise of the cracking of the teeth that did me in. It was the crunch. I, I, I so I, I've, I have to jump in here with a little history because so. Uh, I much like both of you. I'm very squeamish about teeth with a very a personal reason. I used to be quite severely addicted to crack cocaine. It took it took its toll on my teeth. I've had all the worst dental procedures, right? Every time teeth pulling comes up in in a movie, I'm like, "Oh, I've 
I've had a six hour root canal. I've had loads of teeth pulled. I don't need to, I don't need to see this. But with old boy is the one where I go, this is where I really feel like I can enjoy the violence in this movie because it's so justified. Every single bit of violence in this movie, when he, he, when he's like, yeah, I'm going to pull this dude's fucking teeth out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, get him, get his teeth. <laughs> yeah, but see, Sam, you know what is, you know what's interesting. Again, Sam and I, uh, unsurprisingly, not sitting under the same, <laughs> under the same tree here. I feel like watching this again, what this really underlined to me is like the futility of, of revenge, is how, and I remember I was watching The Revenant the other day as well, and I got the same feeling, mm. just like, man it's this weird situation where in locking this guy up for 15 years dude that means you now for 15 years have to like look after a dude and you have to like feed him and like, <laughs> like hypnotize him and make sure he's okay and then you have to look after that um after the uh, his daughter eventually you have to do stuff like this it's and at the end he just kills himself because like i don't have anything to do now this is what is I think is so beautiful about this movie is that every single character comes ready packed with uh, like a, a want and a need uh, that are so opposed. So you have old boy at the beginning of his film. All he wants to do is get back to his daughter. That's all he wants to do is to celebrate her birthday, give her these angel wings, right? That was that, was, and obviously by the end of the film, he's ended up sleeping with his own daughter. Can never go back. Completely ruined both of their lives. The guy who uh, Lee, I uh, can't remember the rest of his name, who's taking revenge, is the richest fucking guy in South Korea. But all he wants is his sister back to for you know nefarious purposes. But it's like there there is nothing, and and all of these characters. Everything has been so stripped away from everything that they really want has been so stripped away from them that they can't see their own resources. And I think that's such that's it's something that only East Asia really puts out into film on a regular basis is a series of completely unavoidable situations because of character conflict like that. I think it's just fucking great. I think and I think you're right, man. Bringing up exactly the fact that he's good looking, the fact that he's rich, um, and the fact that um, Odessa, the other side, is just a fucking, just a gross looking human being. He's disgusting. <laughs> Awful. Split ends, everything. He looks disgusting. The guy looks like a flexed uh, elbow. He looks, disgu <laughs> looks disgusting. And the other guy is this gorgeous person. And, at this, and it's like this weird, and I, I remember reading about it as well. There's almost like a Greek thing about it as well, hmm. where you have the god in the tower. Um, just taking, toying with this mere mortal of <laughs> this guy, just moving his life around for nothing. Um, I, I just, yeah, I, I found it. In, in, and you're right, Korean uh, cinema in general is is absolutely uh, amazing, and there's there's reasons for that, like the way that they set up the the industry, uh, historic historically speaking. But um, yeah, this is a real high watermark for me in terms of in terms of Korean cinema. So, for example, I was really glad. Is it? Woo Woo Jin? Is he the really horrible man that blocks Lee Woo Jin, yeah. I was so happy when he actually died. That was like the main part of when I enjoyed this film. I was like, he just needs to die. Like I don't care how. I would have rather I'd rather Odo rather Odesu have done the deed rather than yeah. kind of like an arm um, feel oh. so guilty now. Kind of like there's no getting back from those the past you know, I've I've, I've pursued this very long, you know, plan of 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 articulating this revenge plot, mm. and now it's done, like you said, and and it's like, well, now what do I do? And it's just like, well, I guess I'll just kill myself, kind of thing, because it's just so much unbearable guilt for the fact of 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 that happening. It's a bit a bit like bittersweet in that sense, as as no, he deserved to die. He, to put somebody through fifteen years of what he did. Oh no, he deserved to die definitely. And the but... fact that then he hypnotized and then hypnotized his daughter and then let him sleep with his daughter it wasn't an act of choice i think that was the bit that got me it's like okay you wanted to do incest with your sister that's fine now you've forced that <laughs> on somebody else 
out of their own will. And I was like, whoa, this is sick. This is just not right. <laughs> I said, okay, that's Can we rewind to the that's, that's fine? That's fine. That's fine is the crucial part. Guys, insist. Really popping. Um, when we started our podcast, um, it was about 50% us discussing incest. Um, yeah, that's true. So much. You know what? Can I tell you what's weird, though? Is like I watched this with my partner. Never, she's never seen it before. And I was like, I'm blind. I'm not going to tell you anything. So that you can go in, you know, cl- uh, clear eyes, full arts, can't lose. And we watch this, and like maybe five minutes before the reveal comes, it's like, oh, it's it's incest, you know. He slept with his daughter, and I was like, man, how far we have come <laughs> <laughs> in eight years. Well, that's just something that we are just like, yeah, that that happened. That's not even a twist anymore. It's like, yeah, it's somewhat of a twist, but like you can guess mm. that. That's like the part that blew my mind. That you can guess. Oh no, it's incest. Dude, no one guessed incest 20 years ago. That was an impossible guess. Never. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like Sophie was, when Sophie made, you made a comment, didn't you? It was something like partway through. It's like, oh, he's too he's too old for her. Yeah. And I kind of went, mm hmm. And, <laughs> and like, I couldn't say anymore. I was thinking, please and don't. I did mention as well, where's his daughter in all of this? That's so all he wants to get back to is his daughter. I, I was kind of hoping that you weren't going to pick up in like Fight Club and like five. 10 minutes into the film going oh is it is it's all in his head isn't it he's he's the person so i was kind of like please don't spoil the whole fact of you what you were really good with that wasn't you with the fight club one because yeah. i was like oh yeah i can already see what's, what's going to happen but to be fair you'd put shutter islands on not so long ago i think mm. i was a bit in tuned at that point whereas we've had a bit of a breather from intensity yeah i guess <laughs> Films. psychological stuff yeah and this one, I think it only dawned to me when he was flipping through that purple, obviously there was a purple box and it had the photo album. And that's when the penny drops. That's yeah. when, yeah. And I think that's when normally everybody's penny would drop yeah. with that yeah. one. And there's a glimpse of her wearing the angel wings as well. And it's like, and it's like, oh no. Yeah. But the film, I think, again, countless fucking times I've seen this, it's so brazen about telling you that it's his daughter at the beginning, but at the same time giving you believable red herrings because the first thing they do when they meet is you bo- they both think each other look familiar and they make a real point of that. Oh, you look familiar. And then, oh no, I've been, in, I've been in a room for 15 years watching TV and you were like the youngest chef, so that's why. And then every time we get close to that daughter and every time they drop a hint, they go, oh, but your daughter has been adopted by a couple in Stockholm. Um, so we go off on that. And I think, again, it's just that it's the difference between a who done it and a why done it. Because really, there is any point of this film that you can figure it out and it still really works. I think you, it's just yeah. you need to know why. Yeah, I think Sorry, so, Sam is 100% correct. And I think it's interesting that you bring up Shutter Island as well. Because um, that's a movie that I've seen multiple times, and it doesn't make all the way sense. And I, I, there's parts of it I like the movie, and I think the reveal makes sense, and everything about it makes sense. But there's parts of Shutter Island where I have to go, okay, you just kind of have to like, okay, that's like a dead spot where nothing, mm. where no sound bounces back to me. Whereas Old Boy, the complete opposite. Watched it back, hadn't seen it in a long time because it was too intense. And everything just makes complete sense. It just fits. It's like such a... F- and I was thinking of like, dude, this is such an original creative feat. Mm. The, the, the yeah. variety of techniques that they use, um, the, the, where they kind of move into where you're like, oh shit, is this like a... It becomes like a Korean, uh, Mexican magical realism thing. Like, Yeah. <laughs> like... With I the com- ants? I completely forgot about yeah. that. I completely forgot that there's this kind of weird mystical, but not actually mystical um, kind of subplot, kind of B-plot. Shout out to you, Sam. I think we can stop. <laughs> I think we can stop recording right now. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. All of this, and like the score and the, and, and, and the, and the cinematography, mm. just tremendous. And that's, sorry, that's the fucking beautiful thing as well. I love the soundtrack, the origin, the score for this movie. And that motif just keeps coming in. And then by the time you're like, oh, and that's what they've used to hypnotize you into forgetting that you're trying to bang your own daughter. Genius. <laughs> oh, I love that line then. <laughs> so just going back to Shutter Island. So for example, for me, if if you had to say, I, I know I, I scored Shutter Island quite highly. Mm-hmm. 
I really, really, really enjoyed that film. Um, and film, I had it? had different aspects. So I really feel that he was still an inspector and I have a different outlook where you're saying he was... And you've said it's been proven and obviously the storyline is... Well, not specifically proven, More leaning yeah. towards that he's actually, like, obviously an a prisoner. And, yeah. yeah. With this one, I can't really understand it. And I think that was the bit that really I struggled with. So I really wanted to feel for somebody. But even Odeo-san, is it? Odeo-su. Odeo-su. Yeah. I didn't feel sorry for him. In the end, in the Shutter Island, I really felt for the main man. And I really thought, like, either way, he was right in the Mm -hmm. end about the autopsy. Yeah. So it's like, well, either you're a prisoner and you deserve it, or you. but the autopsy was still there and I could get it. Whereas this was just pure revenge and hate. You didn't sympathise with him, even the fact that he's like, why is, why is he being put in this situation? For well, it's a lesson, no isn't it, where just keep your mouth shut, don't spread things that you shouldn't <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> and then you won't have to cut your own tongue off. <laughs> In in many ways you are right. Many ways, in many ways that is correct. All right, but look at the same time. You see a dude uh, trying to bang his sister. What are you supposed to do? Not yeah. So like honestly, like if I see people, it'll be people that Sam doesn't even know. The moment I yeah. see that, I'm be like, Sam, you will not believe what I just saw. This dude was six to nining with his own damn sister. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, bro. I'd call I'd call Lincoln if I saw it in the street and just suspected. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd be like, I'd be like, I might have just seen some incest. But bro. at the same time, though, Sam, be real. Is this the one of the greatest anti-snitching movies of all time? Don't snitch. This is up there. It's yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't think there is a better example because nothing else goes as hard. That's why. I like that. Um, about going hard. That sequence where he's in like the it's like the panning shot with the tunnel and he's fighting off the the all the the brutes or the the gang members with the the hammer and that's that's such an amazing piece of cinematography and obviously one of the most famous scenes probably for the like the choreograph the way that was choreographed is just fantastic he said it panned like it didn't even cut did it yeah it's pretty much all one one take really so god knows how many actual takes they may have done to get all that orchestrated it's fantastic you know what's really? I think they yeah. only. I think they only had one. Are you sure? Are you I sure? Think I, I, rem- I I seem to remember there being something about they because of the amount of time of like rehearsal and setup that it would take. They they did it and they just used the first take. I might be clouded memories, but I seem to remember that. The thing that I really like about that scene, especially that makes it work so well, is it is one take. So like technically, it's incredibly proficient, but the actual like choreography, the fighting, is super like sloppy. And and messy, and guys are like, wah, wah. yeah, it's not like it's John Wick or anything. Yeah, um, I want to go back as well though, just to uh, the the villain killing himself because I I disagree and don't read that as a bad. That's for him. That is a happy ending, uh, and 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 I think it's important that it's him who takes his own life and not Odezu because. That, uh, you, you know that principle, right? Of like, if you're telling a film, and or if you're if you're writing a movie or a story, it has to include the worst day in that character's life, right? That's the idea. And I think there's that kind of satisfaction we get. For e- every bit of the last half hour of this movie is this can't get worse. Oh wait, yes it can. And and I think I think that thing where Odezu is trying to push the button is just like he just wants that one bit of vindication. But Lee killing himself. He's he's really only doing it because he died 15 years ago before like when he put Odezu in the box. Now he's just he's only doing it to take that away from him as like a further twist of the knife in the revenge. I think that's a really interesting reading, yeah. I I just my, I got stuck at the kind of the the kind of admin of of the, just because that's how I even if I was wronged I can't even do admin for like my own life. Like consistently, <laughs> but to have to keep someone else alive uh, only when when I know that I'm going to kill myself immediately after revealing it, it's just a level that I can't. But I think I think your reading is 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 more than fair, Sam. I think that's. I think there is a, there's a certain level of satisfaction in that. I, I think to be fair, 
he probably didn't think he was going to kill himself. I think he thought the satisfaction of what he'd done would make it somewhat all but, better and but I guess it the realisation... At the end of the day, he couldn't get past the fact that what has happened has happened and he's, he just can't get over that. No matter what he does now, it's there's no redeem getting like close, closure on then that. He just has to has to kill himself so that he can basically, if there is a heaven, I don't think he'd be going to heaven, to be fair. <laughs> but, you know, it would be a case of then he can be somewhat reunited, I guess. That's what the yeah. logic is. But I just feel like he shouldn't have to, like that scene where Odeus, I always think, why am I struggling with his name? Odezu. Odezu. Yeah, got that is cutting his tongue out. So that bit where he's then like, I'll be your dog and I'll um, rough on the floor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he is just literally stooped to to literally being his bitch. Like that literally is it. Um, I'll do anything for you. And it's like, wait a minute, this was meant to be revenge. You know, you were meant to have this fight off where he actually kills him. Yeah. But we don't. We end up kind of reverting to literally... Groveling on the floor, begging. Which just really really annoyed me hmm. because it's like i get that it, it, it annoyed you <laughs> what, what, what what would what would you have preferred what i would have had preferred in my ending of my film <laughs> would be that odesu would have killed other guy. Just other guy. <laughs> just for simplicity <laughs> so he would have killed the bad guy that's put him in a box for 15 years he would have had his revenge. I think I'd have been more satisfied on that front. His daughter wouldn't have needed to know what had gone on. Would he have still cut off his tongue? Or No, he would, he would have had his tongue. Right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just going and getting more bloody women pregnant with it. <laughs> he would have had his tongue. And basically the story would end where I think the, he would have to not be with his daughter or the hypnotic ties would have to come off basically <laughs> and then he would have to kind of either I don't know what would happen then if he would have to explain it to her there'd have to be a proper closure yeah what did you guys think of the actual ending and do you what do you reckon happened there in terms of with the hypnotism did it do you think it worked to in front to forget or do you th- what yes and no it's like yes he's he's forgotten on the surface level so him and his daughter Mido can keep having this obviously horrifically wrong bizarre sexual relationship and and again it's why i love this film so much is that ending is that he is doing that for his daughter that's how crazy that fucking is but uh but obviously that smile at the end is is the the, the hypnotist says you know when the beast, the beast, each time it takes a step, it ages a year. When the beast turns seventy, it will die. It'll be a quiet, peaceful death. But he is still somewhere in there, mm. always going to be that monster that he's now become. Yeah, I I have to take that one as well. I don't think, yeah, I think there's definitely something that is stuck in there. Uh, this beast, this is something that's not disappeared. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm more like kind of interested in yeah, just the kind of the treatment of revenge and revenge in movies. Just because again, I I find it very futile and I find it very um yeah, like you basically you're destroying yourself uh in the pursuit yeah. of it. And um I think a lesser movie how, let me ask this though, and, and otherwise Sam, the other revenge movies, do they are they this kind of level of fucked up? Or are they? Um, does it like ramp up, or how does it go? It ramps up. It ramps up. So, sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which is the first one, is twisted, but less twisted than this. This is obviously right in the middle. Lady Vengeance, which I might argue is my favorite one, not because of the twistedness, but because it's like uh, Park Chan Wook really finds his polish in like there is not a second of fat on that movie. Um, but it's so much. It's probably as if not twice as fucked up as this. Count right. me out. <laughs> you watch that on your own. <laughs> it's so good, though. It is so good. Paul, I mean, Paul, the thing is, if you watch it on your own, you'll be like, oh, holy shit. Like, 
Sophie, we might have to have another couple comics on to talk about this. Yeah, one. yeah, potentially. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I am intrigued to see what the other ones are like. But I think, I, like I say, I'll vet them first, maybe. 100%. And then if, if it's any worse, this himself is like, no, no maybe leave you I out. I think but... I'm okay with it, and I was all right. But I was just, I had that uneasy feeling once I'd finished watching it, and I felt really, I'd... I didn't know how to feel, and it was like. All of this is wrong. Nothing of this is right. You know, like when you, <laughs> when you watch a film and like it's a romance and it leaves you that nice fluffy feeling. I didn't feel that. No, of course I not. I felt a bit sick and a little bit uncomfortable. And I was like, can we put something lighthearted on now, please? Because <laughs> I need something nice to watch because I can't go to sleep thinking that this happens in the world. Or Can I, can I ask you, guys, when did, you, when did you watch it? What's the scenario? What is your, like... When we're watching a movie today, what's the time? What's the food? What's the snacks? What are you guys doing? What's the ideal <laughs> watching scenario? <laughs> Wait, what time did we put it on? About uh, seven, eight? No, about eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we were done by half ten. We obviously mm-hmm. toilet breaks and stuff. So it was like and pausing a lot because I was like, "What the heck is going on?" Yeah, I've trying, trying to explain. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, like. <laughs> Are the ants real? Yeah, I, said, I actually no. thought the ants were real and that it was coming out of his skin at one point. Oh my God, that's my favorite. I love that. Like, that's like watching movies with my dad and I'm, we're watching something and, and like, who's that? I don't know. They haven't told us yet. <laughs> this, I don't know any of the characters. No one's told us. So that guy's with that guy. I don't know. <laughs> this is literally like watching a film with Can me. We, <laughs> Let's watch the movie and find out. No one knows anything. <laughs> what did I do the other day to you? And I was like, does he die? And I'm like, but Sophie, I've, I've not seen it either. And I'm I like, can't yeah, remember Paul, what it was. you normally know these yeah. things. You have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what film it was, but yeah, you were like, I don't know. <laughs> we do have intervals as well. Like, I don't know. We think we're Halfway watching through something, something on the show. Like, yeah. <laughs> obviously you don't get intervals in no, the theatre. No, no, no. Well, you do in movies, but not theatre scenes. <laughs> mm. So it was like we had a little interval and I had to have chocolate to get me through the next next stage and had a cup of tea to pull me through. I think you went on the alcohol, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, and I think you were thinking, God, I can't cope with Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> the, I was saying we're watching this one, aside from the, the first time, I did feel, maybe it's because I knew you how you were gonna, maybe going to react, but I did feel a bit more uncomfortable watching it with you because I'm thinking some <laughs> oh, of these was scenes... the incest okay when I wasn't in the room is that what you're saying <laughs> Come on, like, having to justify to somebody like oh look look this is really great film just get past this part <laughs> it's not incest if there's only one person in the room <laughs> is that what it is <laughs> so that was yeah but otherwise I really enjoyed watching it again but it, it was a bit of a different experience watching it with you Based I, I on your reaction out of them. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I'm a dementor. <laughs> Soul destroy the film of what might be really good. Um, I think the reason why we also I was interested in watching this one was we first kind of self is it South Korean. Other than like Parasite or something. That's the only first yeah. one I would say I've actually mm-hmm. watched. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I've not really been to subtitled movies for a while until I met Paul, and the kind of subtitles I really enjoy is normally like an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> More lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, I can cope with that. Um, but I really enjoyed Parasite. Mm. So I think I'd gone into my head thinking it was going to be a little bit like that. And it is got certain strengths of obviously the story and the plot the, is... The, sort of maybe the style. Yeah. Yeah. But never did did I think if somebody said to me, how does this movie end? I would have been able to come up with that. I don't even know whose brain comes up with that. Well, it's based off a Japanese manga of the same name. I think loosely based. So I don't know as to what content is in the manga compared to this. Be interesting to know, I guess, what how that's visualised on <laughs> paper. But Probably more. Probably a bit more than the film. But Parasite, interestingly, like, which was uh, Bong Joon-ho, was mentored yeah. by Park Chan-wook at one point, the guy who who made this movie. Uh, can I tell you a really fucked up snack story with this movie? Because this, not this time, because I just finished watching it because I knew I was going to get gassed to talk about it because I love it so much. But 
when I first watched this movie, that scene where he first goes into the sushi restaurant, he asks for something alive. That scene where he eats the octopus, I don't know if you're familiar, but that's real. That is, he is really eating the live octopus. Um, and at the time, I'm a vegetarian now, but at the time I wasn't. And I was like, uh, that's the only time I've ever paused this movie was I'm like, pause. I went to Tesco's. I had to buy some seafood selection and some linguine and just make a little seafood pasta. Uh, that's the only time I've snacked for Old Boy. A nice snack. It's a nice snack. Yeah. You got to get the eating in before the incest comes out because that's the real gross Oh, no, shit. dude. That's when the real eating starts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I would say that um, if you are interested in South Korean movies, I would say that this is kind of this is more or less par for the course. Most uh, Korean Mm. movies work really, really well as like straight movies, like a straight noir or a mystery or a horror movie. And then there's just like a little bit of weird thing that happens and you're like, that's that's some Korean shit. Like it's like a sh- straight down the middle movie that you could like watch on a Friday morning and it's like oh I've I've eaten people before and you go okay all right okay easy does it <laughs> easy does it everybody and um I can this loads of them that I've seen is uh they really kind of big into that almost um almost kind of like Shakespearean uh type heightening of of stories to just impossible impossible heights to basically justify the impossible things that they that the characters do to each other. But that's the other thing about Korean cinema that I feel like I'm I'm so happy that Parasite won Best Picture because I hope it's like a little bit of a kick up the ass to to the West to be like when you go and you go I am going to watch a South Korean movie what's it about revenge what's it about zombies what's it about vampire it doesn't matter we're going to do every fucking genre for you there's going to be some noir there's going to be some thrilling there's there's jo- there's good jokes in old boy throughout the whole movie the intro scene where there's that other guy on the roof who wants to kill himself and he's like, no, I need you to hear my story. Tells him the whole story. And then the guy's like, now you hear mine. He's like, peace out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) It's great. Well, I think that's quite funny actually that you're going back to the beginning opening because I actually thought we were starting off with somebody literally killing somebody off a building. That's how I interpreted the first scene. So I think I'm quite gullible of how I, what, what is on the screen, I believe. Um, I don't really question <laughs> question it too much. And then it was kind of later on, it explains it, doesn't it? Where And I don't even get how he got out of there. Like, he looked like he came out of a suitcase. Like, that yeah, that's the, the hypnosis, I think, that was, wasn't it? More so. Well, that, that, they, they still put him in the suitcase. They hypnotised him to sleep, put him in the suitcase and just left him on the roof. The suitcase looked too small for a man to be in. <laughs> He's not I mean, a tall man. It's also perspective. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. That, I don't think uh, that was the situation. I think it was like shot from a high angle or something. So it just looked very small. But um, can't believe you're making making us defend the size of the suitcase. <laughs> like this is the most egregious thing. Just kicked out of this movie immediately. Unrealistic. No. Nope. Yeah, I was like, has he shrunk? Have they shrunk him? Is it like Alice in Wonderland? And he's drunk a potion, and now he can t- go into a tiny suitcase. I'm like, and then I was literally just watching, going, is is this part real, or is okay now? Is this not real, Paul? And Paul's like, no, you're getting it way wrong. Everything. But let's also dive a bit more into the beginning because I want to go back to what you said about. Uh, when he's you know licking his captor's boots and pretending to be his dog was i think what's so so good about that is that's how the film begins is that he's in this police station acting a fool running his mouth right because he is just he's a clown and we see him and, and you almost forget that he's just being a dick in the police station for the next two hours and then and it's that beautiful thing right where he's become a monster almost immediately in the film but then it just gets worse and worse as it goes on but when he is confronted with his what the worst day of his life he is still that kind of screaming little baby that was right at the beginning and i and it if you if you watch it again which i know you won't but i I encourage you maybe give it 10 years if you watch again you see it's like a perfectly symmetrical movie like at the midpoint every single thing that is set up like rainbow arches over the whole film and and parallels it's almost exact runtime before like in in the first half to the second half it's really interesting 
Now you make me intrigued because I like going back on films yeah, and looking. So. And I feel like I would be prepared to know what's going to happen. You know, it's, that bit's not going to be the shocking factor of it because mm-hmm. you know mm. what's going to happen. And I think sometimes I've said to you before, haven't I? Like, tell me what's going <laughs> to tell me what's going to happen. I don't mind a spoiler at all. I'd rather be prepared so that I can get emotionally prepared for something like this. I think it, a heads up would have been appreciated. <laughs> Just Sophie fast forwarding to the incest bits. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we get it. Ba 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 ba. We get it. We get it. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> oh man. Maybe so if we have to get fifteen years from now, like Daisu, okay. put in a box and then come back to this in fifteen years. Are time. you going to put me in a box until then? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Orchestrate some sick twisted plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask, did any of you feel a bit fucked up watching the intro given the year we've just had? In what sense? Do you mean like locked in a room? Locked in a room for 15 years, but then we're like, oh, I guess a year with, with Wi-Fi ain't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, his room that he was in wasn't absolutely terrible because you made that assumption you thought when you saw him kind of like crawling for the... like grabbing that guy's I leg in the prison in, prison, in like, like a like a d- dingy cell but he's in like a nice-ish room isn't it looks he like he's in a hotel room or something i was thinking oh this isn't actually that bad like he's, what's he crying about like... <laughs> <laughs> he can't even jerk off or kill himself he's like wow whiny bastard <laughs> <laughs> he's getting fed like you don't have to worry it's not like it's starving him yeah so, but He's eating dumplings for like pretty much every meal though, which he was kind of sick of. But then he still goes out and tries to find the dumpling supplier. Like I'd be like, "Oh, give me a pizza or something, please, something different." <laughs> octopus is different. Live octopus oh, is different. Definitely. That scene. I know we actually been to Japan and what? What did we have? There were octopus uh, balls. O- takoyaki, which is the fried octopus balls. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Couldn't eat a li- live octopus though. Not something that. Nah. 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 I couldn't even. Moving. I try it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I fucking try anything. Yeah, I agree. I try it. I don't know if I could eat it. I'd have a little save me a piece. I you know what I'd do is I'd go to the restaurant, Sam order it. And then <laughs> you do, have a bit. I'll do the I'll do the girlfriend thing. I'll be like, no, let me just <laughs> let me just slice it off your plate. Yeah, yeah. So but like, why didn't you order it? You always come and get my plate. No, but I only wanted a little bit and you were gonna order it. You're just getting tentacles. <laughs> I'm getting the head. <laughs> disgusting it really is i don't think i could try it obviously the octopus ball is fine it's cooked it's not moving i think it's the moving element of it being in your mouth and it still Mm -hmm. moves like while you're trying to eat it can i ask have any of you seen the american version of it no i refuse the only way i've seen it is through um someone on youtube covering it it was called um the channel's called you, Your Movie Sucks, and he basically does like a big breakdown of it, and it's like, that's all I need to know, because he's doing like a comical take on like how shit <laughs> it is in comparison to this version. Mm. I'm going like, yeah, I can see that. It's really, you know what? It is shit. You're right. But it's really interesting in, in I think Spike Lee did the, Spike Lee yeah. remade it, and we've had our problems with Spike Lee on our podcast, so we're not going to let it spill over on here. <laughs> but, um, it's weird to see what what another director or what like an American director, I guess, would see an old boy, and and say that that's the core of this movie. Mm. It's weird to like because like the American version is um, it's super violent, but you also spend way more time at the beginning with um, with Oday Su, played by Josh Brolin, but obviously different name. And so, like, you have a better idea of who he is before he goes into the, the th- and then, like, obviously the violence and the sh- and the ba 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 ba. That's obviously the same, but a lot of the kind of operatic parts of Old Boy and the kind of the quirky things, like uh, you know, like mm. the ants and the, and the and the kind of the hypnotism and all the kind of the mystic parts of that. That's all kind of stripped bare, and you just kind of have this this plot. Uh, a to B. Does he at the end of the American version? And I know I've asked somebody this before, and they've told me, but I've forgotten. Does he hypnotize himself so that he can continue a romantic relationship with his daughter? I don't think he does. I can't remember. I remember the end of it being really dumb and in a warehouse and not, or like in a weird, 
and there was mm. lots of angular lights. And and that because to go to tie it all together, that really is the crux of the movie, right? Is the fact that he is going to do this knowingly to live for his daughter as her partner. That's that's so fucked up and so twisted. But like you said, revenge is all about self-destruction, right? And he has nothing left. The only reason, and like that that whole final line with the hypnotist is like, even though I'm no more than a beast, do I not still have the right to live? Is like, that's the bare minimum. And anything else he does, if he kills himself, if he doesn't hypnotize himself, Mido's going to find out the truth. So it's like he has to sacrifice a long life of internal suffering just to protect his daughter at the end, which is his goal at the beginning as well, is just to protect and be kind to his daughter. So I'm like, that that's kind of the, that's his redemption. It's the worst possible redemption, but it's like his redemption and his penance at the same time. So without that, what I'm saying is like, without that, it's like, oh, well, let's just, Let's just say Dr. Manhattan did it. Or, I don't know, one other stupid twist at the end of a movie that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in in committing himself to a life of incest, it's, like, his greatest uh, sacrifice. Act of, it's, his, it's, it's his greatest act of kindness. Yeah. Because, yeah, sacrifice. Exactly what you said, but, yeah. Yeah, but that's why that's I don't know about you guys. That's why I watch movies, you know, to be like, yeah, man, I'm fucking, argue. I'm challenged. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, like, just, you ever, like, you, you, like, that's what I've missed most, man. I missed going to the movies and just leaving and watching, talking to people and being like, did you get that? I don't really get that. Mm. So what was the, yeah, what was the ending? Oh, I don't, I don't really understand that. So the thing, the thing with the, the the turtle. Yeah. What did that mean? (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think the turtle is himself. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's the kind of conversations that like, I love having, uh, that I love having about movies and I love having it with, uh, with Sam. Mm, but for the um, last decade, it's been like, so he was, he was an iron and a man at the same time. And I'm like, there's nothing, so you're, nothing wait, to hold hang on, on to. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on here. So you're telling me there's an iron, all right. <laughs> and there's a, hang on. And there's a, this, this, this Okay, so there's one man. <laughs> one man, <laughs> one iron. One man, one iron. And you're saying that they're in the same body? To get, get the fuck yeah. out of here. And it's get a warlord. <laughs> what? 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 So wait, you're telling me <laughs> there's an iron. <laughs> this, is, this is like, we can go back and forth. And I, I love that about, I love that about this movie. This movie is... Um, yeah, just like you just like making you like sit there and be like, damn. Mm. It's like one of those movies where like after I've stopped it, I don't do anything else for like the next twenty minutes. Yeah, I just kind of like just kind of hang around. I was still bemused by it. So like, my question to Paul was at the end with this whole seventy years and if for the steps. So yeah, seventy. It will be seventy steps, and then he'd forget because every year he takes a step. That's right, isn't it? The, yeah, the monster ages a year every for every step. And but he, when he's he seventy, he's going to die. No, the monster is dead. The oh, yeah, so yeah. he's not going to die. Like, no, no. I thought it was like this cruel thing of like, right, okay, literally, <laughs> no, no. you're going to only no, no, take no. seventy steps, and then you're going to age a year, and then you're going to die. But that's what. <laughs> no, I said that's where the ambigu- ambiguity of it is because obviously it's kind of showing panning of the the footsteps in the snow but then it kind of just like it right lifts the camera up so it's like well did he actually take 70 s- steps so that's that's where that kind of the, so the beast yeah. is still there is so, that what you so mean whether it is or not is that's what we were getting back before whether that is with that the monster went away basically or not <laughs> i love how you should try and dumb that down for me there Paul. <laughs> the monster go bye bye <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam, I was just uh, following up on this. Apparently, the corridor scene took uh, twenty takes, uh, <laughs> like a hundred. Seventeen. It took seven. It took seventeen takes. Right. And it, was oh, okay. over, and it was filmed over three days. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the. <laughs> like I said, I used to be quite addicted to crack cocaine. That can blur <laughs> some of the memories and blend in. <laughs> I might have been thinking of uh, Phantasm. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> I think with that being said, I think we'll go to the score and if that's that's okay. Can I go last, please? Yeah, so who which of you guys would like to go first? 
I've, I've been pretty obvious, so I'm just going to put it straight up to... It's 11, man. This is a perfect fucking movie. Top five, all time. Like, if you, this is the this is the movie that if you love movies... Uh, the one story... Sorry, the one quick little story. I showed this to my partner about four years ago when we first got together. She'd never seen it. She's a filmmaker. She, like you, Sophie, afterwards was stunned. was like, we need to watch something else. I was like, why? And she was like, because I'm scared I'll never be able to make anything that good. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Neither of us are ever attaining that level of greatness. We're uh, What? And uh, perfect. Love it. Lincoln? I would... Do you guys do decimals or is it just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Point five. To to be fair, we don't do 11s either. So just so you're aware. (laughs) That's way Um, overscored. For me, this is a solid 9.3. Solid solid 9.3. It's because, um, for me, it's not quite a 10, but the 0.7 is like personal preference. Like the 0.7 is just the amount of, you know, <laughs> myselfness. Because to me, like the Godfather is 10 and old boy is not quite as good as the Godfather. So this is 0.7 down. You, you see what I mean? Mm. It's because there's, I have other 10s in my head. I have, yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> I know it's, so, it's incredibly pedantic. <laughs> it's, it's your score, no judgment. <laughs> I'm so gonna go with that next time because I would have thought you were gonna say 9.5. You know, like let's round it. <laughs> also, the fact that he thinks Godfather's a ten. I have a bit of an issue with Godfather. All right, all right, all right. It's a solid 9.3 for me. The Godfather. It's a solid 9.3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Le- legit too. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm going to give this one uh, just a straight nine. For me. You sure not 9.3? No. no. What makes it a 9? nine. It's, it's definitely something like I've never seen anything quite like this before. And I don't think you want to again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be like rushing back to... It's not one of those things like, oh, I must see that again like the next day or anything like that. So, But I can definitely see that it's the high art of cinema and it's it just blowed me, blown me away. I think it's kind of just... Taking a little bit back on the fact that you you don't you didn't quite enjoy it as sorry um, to to a degree when watching <laughs> it, so it made kind of made me feel a bit uncomfortable in in putting that on for you, but still the sort of like the, the level of enjoyment from 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 watching it again and still appreciating everything that else that has gone into it, like we've discussed, is it's just masterful. Okay, so, so Sophie's so drum roll for my score. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to... I do love films. Background of me is that I used to just watch rom-coms. That's all I used to love. And it's one of those things where I don't mind being educated in films and I really enjoy it. I don't want to be absolutely fucked over by a film and go, what the actual hell am I watching? And be like, okay, I can't actually go to sleep now and I don't know how I feel. And this is literally my scoring is impacted on how I felt. It's not really... A reflection of the film, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I can't take away of how I felt after I watched it. So for me, it's going to be, I'm so sorry, it's a six. It's not... <laughs> yeah. That's higher than I was expecting, you know. Oh, good. I'm glad. Did you Did you, Did you? you start at like a four and then like Sam and I managed to like... No, to believe it or not. We said, didn't we? We had a chat kind of like, I was like, oh, okay, God, what am I meant to gauge this film at? We've watched Borat, and I gauged that as a two. I absolutely hated it. The first one? Yeah, the first one, yeah. You watched that this year, though, yeah? Oh, no, no, no. That was in the early stages of the podcast. Oh. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you you have to be, like, first in the door on, like, a social satire prank movie, you know? Like, the politics have yeah. aged. Yeah. That's a solid solid 9.1, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we, I was like, I really enjoyed it. And it was gripping at the beginning of this film. It was just the end ending <laughs> for me that just went downhill. Mm-hmm. I do think it will be interesting to eventually at some point, I'm not in a place to even want to consider rewatching it at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
Like with Shutter Island, I would love to watch that again. And mm-hmm. after I'd watched it, I would want to rewatch it just to unpick it. And I really like unpicking th- films. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know how dark it's going to be when I unpick it. <laughs> Pretty dark. Uh, but I'd say it's it, it's it's worth it because it is infinitely more pick apartable than Shutter Island is. Like Shutter Island, you're like, oh, there's a couple bits, but this you can really you could study it for ten years and be like, oh yeah, you're you did you did another thing I didn't even fucking see you sneaky bastard. <laughs> yeah, like one of the like one of the um interesting parts is like, and this is just like on the Wikipedia page, is that like his name is Odis Odessa which is supposed to be an interpretation of uh, Oedipus. Mm. Just, yeah, something as simple as that. And I was like, I didn't even... Obviously, I wouldn't have noticed it. I don't speak uh, Korean. <laughs> but, like, but someone pointed out and you're like, yeah. Yeah, the whole Greek tragedy thing that they've got going on there with, with that, yeah, it's it's very apparent. And there's the, the whole... Th- I kind of like trying to think with the... the when you see, like, colours that kind of, like, pop up constantly and the color purple is like a theme mm. with it i'm kind of like thinking is there some like deep meaning behind that why it's why have they chosen the color purple because that's normally associated with like royalty and mm. stuff isn't it or exactly no i didn't see that at all um that was more the purple was like a you know like a psychedelic kind of thing uh-huh that can be both, yeah. And that's how I interpreted the purple as right. like completely messed up lifestyle, yeah. and because it had that pattern of like a yeah spiral, spiral yeah. life going down the pan, basically. <laughs> but that's the thing. He is both. He is both psychedelically drugging him and literal capitalist royalty. Do you know what I mean? So they're both they both tie in real nice. Can I also recommend you? It's another Park Chan Wook film. It's Still fucked up. It's a it's a lot less fucked up than the old boy and the Lady Vengeance. But it's, it's a two thousand nine film called Thirst, right? Have you seen it? it and it's it it, it kind of got swept away because it, in the West because it came out around the same time as Twilight, and it was like, oh, another vampire movie, and it's like, no, 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 this is a vampire movie like you haven't seen one before. Yeah, that might be a good one to cover at some point. So. I did used to like Twilight when I was younger as well. I'd got all swept up in that stage. As embarrassing as it may sound. Um, I've never actually watched the final film, though, of Twilight. I like that first Twilight movie, by the way. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot better than it deserved to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, the first one was pretty pretty silly. Mm. I have seen all of them. By the way, I have I and I I rec- I watched them about two or three years ago, for the first time. What did you think? I I mean, honestly, very enjoyable garbage. I was like, there's there's a couple bits in here where I'm like, yeah, it, it's more about the teen angst of being nervous about having sex than it is about anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah that, that first one does kind of you know you're like, yeah. oh, I, I get it, you. yeah. And Loki kind of slaps, yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's a part where the fucking vampires play baseball. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. all right, you guys know that this is fucking outrageous, right? At le- yeah. But at, at, le- at least you guys know. And like, I can do that. I can, you know, I can fucking werewolves playing cricket. Here we go. <laughs> fucking fucking yeah. zombies, zombies playing rounders. Like, let's, let's, let's build this universe. Of- yeah. It's only it's only good dialogue away from being what we do in the shadows, you know. At that yeah. point, like, I agree. I agree. It's actually a really gorgeous looking film, like with the mm. the like the greys and the washed out. It's like it's really good. <laughs> How have we got to this? I don't know. I don't know. I just got gassed up. Just <laughs> <laughs> got excited for Twilight. Well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us on this. It's been very insightful um, talking about this and. And hearing your thoughts, of course. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, can we plug? Can we plug the pod again? Oh, absolutely, you can. Yeah, no worries. So that's uh, B Plot uh, Podcast. Everywhere you find your podcast, and then on Instagram, uh, you can find me Lincoln on the mic, uh, and then you can also find Sam at Sam J Golin. And uh, yeah, we'd appreciate a follow. Appreciate a listen. Thank you guys for having us on. Well, and welcome. Thank you so yeah. much for being on. Definitely go and check them out. They're brilliant and they always make me laugh. They do give you some insightful knowledge as well. 
I'm trying to persuade you. They're very persuasive. But I think that's the comedian side in them. Yeah. <laughs> so it does work. But thank you both for your insights today. It's made me possibly want to go and see it again. So you've you've done something. So you can take that away yes. with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, you can find our episodes on the all the major podcast platforms, which, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean... And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP underscore film viewers. And just apologise, we don't normally talk about incest this often. Um, it's probably <laughs> the first time, to be honest. Well, uh, let me tell you something. If you enjoyed what you heard, come on over. Come on over down to B Plot Podcast. Uh, um, we have a whole section. Um, it's not even mm. like spread out across. It's just a whole clunk a section. A real chunk at the front. Yeah, real at the front. It's very incest heavy. Um so yeah, come check us out if that's your vibe. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So thank you very much everybody for listening and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.